Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. If you're tired of the old way of networking, the business cards, the awkward conversations, and the aggressive pitches, but you know how crucial your network is to your success in life, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Build Your Network, the only top-rated show committed to helping you master content networking, foster real relationships, increase your authority, and build the network of your dreams. Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chappell. Look, the question people ask us all the time is, can podcasts actually make money? Yes. And the answer obviously is no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. The answer is yes. And uh, this is a question that a lot of people are asking when we searched for podcasting ideas and uh, things to talk about in this space. A lot of people are just asking, hey, how do podcasts make money? Can you make money in a podcast? And I think probably that Joe Rogan news just kind of it's got everybody fueled going like, that hey. like, wait a second, I didn't know that that was possible well, like to it, make that much money on a podcast. And let's be real. Most people, when we look at their shows, they probably aren't going to be making money the way that most they're doing people. it. Mo way, like right. 90%, maybe 95% of people. Yeah. Right. Because uh, it's, it's, it, it was kind of built as a hobby platform. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was basically the people who couldn't get on radio that <laughs> wanted to talk into a microphone. But now that it's turning into a real form of media, there's a lot of people that make really good money right. in podcasting. Right. That's honestly like people ask me a lot of times, Hey Travis, like why did you decide to start a podcast? And I, I like to give an answer that seems less materialistic, but to the truth is it looked like you could make a lot of money doing it. And right. uh, it checked off all my, it checked off all my other boxes, right? Like anything that I was going to do, I wanted it to be like, I want to make money. 
but I also checked off my other boxes of having conversations with people that I thought were really cool and interesting. Um, uh, being able to work from anywhere, you know what I mean? Like right. I could, like I, I love to travel and I've been to 30 plus countries at this point because I can do something that allows me to work from anywhere. I can travel and do this from anywhere. Right. Um, so that was, that was a big thing as well. Um, and then, uh, the ability to control my own schedule, obviously that's a thing with this as well. So there were a lot of other reasons that, that, uh, that attracted me to podcasting, but genuinely one of the biggest things was how much money you could make in this space. And, uh, so I, I think that there's a lot of, a lot of things that people don't think about when it comes to monetization, when it comes to monetization of a podcast, but the answer is yes, that you, you can make money. It's a little bit different from YouTube and other different right. and other various forms of, uh, of content creation because some of those platforms will dynamically insert ads. All you have to do is tell them like, yes, I want ads. And then they'll give you a paycheck for uh, however many views or whatever other metrics they look at. They have a really sophisticated algorithm, obviously that determines how much money you get, um, for, for your view but podcasts don't work that same way. It's a little bit more um, creator centric, a little bit more creator friendly, meaning that you can have a lot of control over what you do and don't advertise or if you advertise on your show at all. Yeah. So I think the question, I mean, when most people think of monetizing a show and I thought, I thought this way too, in the beginning is, you know, I'll have to run an ad for, you know, Lisa mattress in my podcast. Zip and like, recruiter. Yeah. And yeah. so like a lot of people get into podcasting and they're waiting and waiting and waiting for the audience to grow big enough where they can feel like they can reach out to a company and, mm -hmm. you know, make 200 bucks for an ad or something. Right. Um, but you, you know, most shows aren't going to get past that, you know, threshold. small threshold yeah. of downloads. Well, so. Cause a lot of people don't know what that threshold is. They, they, right. they, they think they know. Cause you know, I have a lot of people come up to me and be like, Hey man, I want to start bringing on sponsors to my podcast. Um, how do I go about doing that? And I'll talk about their downloads and it's like, Oh yeah, well I get, you know, 400 downloads an episode. And it's like, well, to be honest, you're probably not going to get any sponsors. And or you're you going to get pennies. Yeah. Right. They're going to give you like $25 for a month's worth of, of ad reads, right. which obviously isn't worth diluting your brand to put in front of your, your audience. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of nuances, but you know, the answer is yes, you can monetize and you can monetize when you have that little amount of downloads, but sponsors, which is the primary way that people think about when we talk about monetization is probably not going to be the route for you. If you're stuck at those low download numbers, like a lot right. of agencies, uh, most, most, um, uh, podcast ad agencies won't even look at your show until you're at 10,000 downloads an episode, right. an episode, not a month. Right. Like a lot of people yeah. are like, well, I'm close to 10,000 downloads. Like, no, no, 8,000 per like, month. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, yeah, having, having that amount per month is a lot different than having that per episode. Right. And they look at a 30 day period typically. So like if an episode comes out, you know, May 25th, how many downloads does that episode get by June 25th? Right. Like that one episode. And so if you really took, if, if you go into your media host settings and, 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 and uh, actually like take a peek behind the curtain at what that looks like for you, it's probably going to be smaller than you think it is because right. like every month yeah. you're like, like if you don't do anything to your settings, your media host, you're just seeing your month, your total monthly downloads. And you think like, oh, that's a pretty good number. Right. And, and then, then you see you, by episode. Yeah. By episode <laughs> 30 days. <laughs> right. You know yeah. what I mean? It starts to shrink significantly, but that doesn't mean that you can't monetize. So what are the other ways you can monetize? Yeah. So a lot of different ways. Um, and so let me, let me go very like before I talk about this episode of the show is brought to you by indeed. We are driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform guys. I'm telling you indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates 
fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you. That work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Products and services and things like that because not a lot of people want to get into podcasting for those same reasons, right? right? So if you're a business podcaster, education podcaster, you might do some of the things that we'll talk about in a second. But if you are just purely doing it for a hobby, for fun, for entertainment, um, then there's going to be a other couple of ways. So the first way is sponsorships. Um, second way would be through affiliate income, uh, which is very similar to a sponsorship, except for that you don't get paid just to advertise. You only get paid for conversions. Right. Um, so the, the disadvantage to that would be that uh, you don't get a guaranteed paycheck based on however many downloads you have. But the advantage would be that you can actually shop around at different affiliate deals and you can find affiliate deals that will pay really high commissions. So instead of getting, you know, the $25 a month from this, from ZipRecruiter to be like, hey, you know, right. put an ad in front of your audience, which they won't even do deals that small. But just for an example here, you know, they, they're going to pay you 25, 50 bucks a month to do that. Or you can go partner with an affiliate and send them traffic. And then if you get one conversion, you might get a thousand dollar commission or a $1,500 commission or a $500 commission, whatever it is. And so you can go to uh, uh, sites like ClickBank and it's basically just in a giant, it's a giant affiliate marketplace. And you can right. go in there and look at offers that are already tested and proved, like tried and true, the funnels convert, the copy converts, the ads convert, like, like all the stuff that they have for you converts already. All you have to do is send traffic there. So that can be something that, that you do with affiliate revenue um, on your podcast is send people to some sort of offer that converts that you obviously want to try to keep it congruent with your audience, but it doesn't require you to build a product. You don't have to fulfill it. You don't right. have to do customer service. You're essentially a 100% commission sales rep when you're an affiliate and you can go pick an offer that's congruent with your audience and be like, hey, let's send some traffic over here, but actually get paid real money if right. it converts, right? Yeah. Instead of getting paid $6 for you know somebody when they sign up on their on your Audible account or something like that. You can get paid real money through some of these affiliate offers. Um, so that would be another way. Another way, I know that you know this through Patreon, which is yeah. what you do with uh, with Preacher Boys, right? Yeah, yeah. So my show, um, and it's actually just like, I didn't ever think I would be able to monetize it at all, but people started reaching out. And uh, for every show, it's different. Like the show that I do has a very passionate group of people that are like passionate about a certain cause. And so, um, you know, just by 
doing the show, people were saying, how can I support the show? How right. can I support the show? And so Patreon was kind of like the only one I knew. So I jumped on and, you know, it's not a ton, but like, you know, I've got about a hundred bucks that comes in from just having it available for people to do it. So sure. um, that's really cool to have set up that way. Um, and, you know, the, the biggest thing with that is just adding something of value to them. It's like, I have a lot of physical, you know, gifts that I send out to people. And then, um, you know, for my show, and again, every show is different. Like I offer episodes a little bit early, yeah. things Exclusive like that. Exclusive content, right. whatever. Yeah. Right. So that's a cool route, but I know there's a lot of people who jump on there where their show isn't necessarily built for like the Patreon style community. And yeah. so they just get mad because they have a Patreon and no one supports it. Right. And it gets awkward because they push it every show and there's yeah, right, nobody right. on there. So, yeah. So then, so then if, if you've tried all those different ways and you just don't have enough listenership to bring in any sort of real serious revenue on any of those platforms, then at that point, you just kind of want to create your own product or your own right. service that you can, that would hopefully be congruent with the message you get across in your show. And that's where it's going to be a little bit different with shows that are, you know, really nuanced or talk about sports or something that's just fun or talk about a, a TV show or a movie or something like that. They're going to be a little bit more difficult to do that with. Um, but, uh, but if you're a business show or an education, show like this is really where you can start getting really creative and this is where I've been able to make all of my money in the online space is by building an audience around a specific topic talking about that topic as much as as much as I can learning as much as I can about that topic telling my audience about it and then getting to know that audience seeing what they would be willing to pay for in in a similar topic, but just a step further, just a little bit deeper into that topic, right. because you know at some point you can't keep doing this for free. And and the podcasting stuff is all for free. It's a ton of free, valuable, consistent content. Right. So if people jump into the free, valuable, consistent content, then they're obviously they're obviously um, uh, interested in that niche or category that you're talking about on the show. So if you give them so you away, have the warmest of audiences. <laughs> yeah, sure, exactly. Right. And if you give them a way to just learn a little bit more on a deeper level, and but this one has a paywall, then probably some people are going to be willing to pay that. Uh, so you just kind of have to get creative and you have to get to know your audience. You just have to get to know your audience and yeah. spend as much time with your audience as you can. That's why I like, I'm a big fan of Facebook groups and different things like that. Different ways to convert a listener, like somebody, cause all we see in our back office is a download number. It's just a number. We can't communicate with a number. Right. So we have to take that number. We have to turn it into a person and then we have to be able to communicate with that person, get to know that person and see what their needs are and, and, and how we can kind of create products and services that might be able to fill those needs and solve real problems in their life. Um, and then that's how you charge a little bit of money for it. So right. that's a completely different conversation just by itself, just because yeah. there's so many different ways to go down that path. But um, yeah, those are just a couple of the ways that, that, that you can monetize a podcast. I mean, I think the biggest thing is the way that you probably will end up monetizing doesn't look anything like what you're expecting. That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapelcom slash group to join his free Facebook group, Podcast to Profit. Travis will see you there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C O R I E N T.com. Corient.com.